Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined, as always, by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I I am emotionally wrecked. I don't know what to say right <laughs> now. <laughs> this is Brian post-Spider-Man, uh, well, PS4 Spider-Man. Does, how do you refer to this game? Just like, Spider-Man for PS4. Spider-Man, all right. Josh, if you would like to know why I'm so emotionally wrecked, we can talk about it after CJ gets off the hangout. Just saying. Yeah. No okay. spoilers. No spoilers for that game. Yeah, uh, well, I good do. Good luck getting a PS4 and then the game and then, you know, playing it. You're going to get it spoiled. I'm just saying. It's going to happen. I'll figure some way out. I avoided spoilers for lots of things a lot longer than this. Okay. If this is your first episode, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com so you can learn a little bit about the show, a little bit about us, and then go ahead and just uh, jump into this head first. I recommend you don't do that. I recommend you start with episode two. Whoa. Oh, don't do that. No, that's good. Really... We talked about Daredevil. I remember that I one. I know, but that's, I mean, Ooh. we were really rough. That's, that's I really. Know. So that way, when you listen to this episode, you're like, oh, they got a lot better. There you <laughs> the stream. Oof. That is really, oh, God. I talked about the Apple Watch. Oh, my God. How old is this episode? April Almost. 12th of 2015? Yeah, it's th- over three years old. We've been doing this for over three years. A long time. It's weird. Well, this episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. So uh, if you would love to support the show after you listen to the intro uh, episodes, go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. And if you sign up for our $10 tier, you also, you also get a bonus episode where we're going to be reviewing uh, a movie. Which you know what's funny? I can't speak. Is that funny? Yeah. Is that funny? For sure. I can't For sure. Three months after we started this podcast, I saw the first trailer for the Spider-Man game I just completed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how fucking oh, long it took to come out. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what? There's no better way to start the show, so that's where we're going. Uh, let us, though, first talk about the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, and we're talking first about uh, Jack Ryan, the Amazon original series. No, we're it- not. You two are. I'm not. <laughs> it's been two weeks since I've the show premiered, Spider-Man. which is our standard time to go ahead and talk about the show. So uh, we're going to keep it nice and spoiler free for you. Uh, Brian has not seen it uh, because, as he's just stated, he's been <laughs> swinging around New York City. As per usual. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Brian didn't watch a television show. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let, listen, let, let's start off. with. I this. saved New York this week. What did you do? <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's start with this. I, I, I say a prerequisite to watching Jack Ryan is watching 13 hours. I think it's, I think it's a great primer to just get you ready for John Krasinski to not be Jim from the office. You know, I think that watching Jack Ryan is a good primer to 13 hours because you you it the other way around. It's a really good transition from Jim into Jack Ryan into whatever the guy's name was from 13 hours. Who knows? Who was a total badass and just a killer. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll, I'll give you that. Absolutely. What, I mean, where do we want? Where where can we begin with Jack Ryan? What I'll say is this. I really like the fact that they make him a, a, an ordinary dude. Right. Uh, which is what Jack Ryan has always been. He's just just a guy. Well, he's he's not. He, well, because he ha- no, he's got military training. But I mean, like you could find. Yes, he's got military training. Yes, yes, and yes. He's he's a he's an excellent marksman and he's in peak physical form because he keeps himself that way. Because he was, uh, you know, a for real soldier, right? Uh, who was in a horrible accident. That's every Jack Ryan story. But what I mean is, he doesn't have like 
superhuman strength or abilities. He is not the best oh, no, no, no. fighter. Okay. Right? Like yes. he he is a, he is a, he is an actual human. Like you could actually find somebody who He's is not Jason like Bourne. Right. This isn't exactly Jason Bourne. This isn't James Bond. It's it's not that. It's grounded within a reality yep. for it. And I gotta say, the the show uh is definitely one that you're just like, I want the next episode. I want the like the pacing is just the, right on point for it. Pacing's on point, the writing's on point, there are funny parts, there are emotional parts. Uh, you know, it, there's there are cliffhangers, there's a total mind fuck. Oh yeah. Which is unbelievable. Absolutely. Um and and even they, they even wrote the villain in a way that you yeah. can empathize. And, That's and, and you're going, why? Why do I feel yeah. some kind of way about this guy? Yeah, I was the same thing. I was just like, wow, these characters are so well-written. They're so three-dimensional. It's not melodramatic. Uh, people are bad because of reasons. And like just like you said, at some points, you're like, I understand where you're coming from. I don't agree. I just, but I, I have, I'm in your mind enough that I understand where you are going. And there are, there's so many little breadcrumbs and so many other things that are laid out that just pay off later, uh, that paying attention to, to detail is rewarded, right? This is not a show that rewards you for being on your phone, checking Twitter or talking to somebody. You need to watch. This is a, this is a show that requires that you watch, but rewards you for doing that, which is, which is a fantastic, uh, part for it. The cast, uh, is, is great. Uh, John Krasinski can't, can't say enough great things about him. Um, and, and then this is where I need some, some IMDb action here. Abby the- Cornish, Abby Cornish for sure mm-hmm. is fantastic. Right. And then the bunk. Yep. <laughs> the bunk is amazing. Um, I, I don't, I don't know the name of the villain, but I do know that he played the guy that saved Mark Wahlberg in Lone Survivor. Right. Um, which is, you know, I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, look, it has, it has people that you've seen. It has people that you're comfortable with, and it even has, uh, in one of those episodes there, CJ, there's even like a bunkism in there. Yes. I saw it when they went, she. No, 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 no. He went, oh, no, he the, went the, it was me. the shit. Oh, uh, there was. Me. Oh, was that it? Oh, wasn't yeah. There, wasn't there a scene? And I'm, I may be crisscrossing shows. You are crisscrossing they, shows. There is there is a show right now where Clay Davis is on it, and they did, or Bunk is on it, and they did that, but it's oh. not this show. Anyway. Wait, wasn't Clay Davis in the opening? No. What was I watching then? I don't know. Okay. It wasn't this, and I did have someone say this to me earlier this week. Okay, so it's um, a common but thing. It, wasn't, it is... was not Jack Ryan. Okay, um, that's fine. So look, go. look, it's got a bunch of people you've already known and seen. Abby Cornish um, was in Limitless, and I really liked her role with Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper in Limitless. She's been in other stuff, but that's what I recall her from. She was excellent. I mean, she's really, really, really good. Um, she was a great, strong female character in a show that's got like this macho machismo thing going on. And it, then you it, got Timothy Hutton, sort of as the CIA boss guy. Uh, I like Timothy Hutton. I like him in a bunch. And I mean, I, I I hate to say it, as much as I I I I don't like hokey product placement shows. Leverage, leverage, yeah, was a good, it was a great show. show. It was a good and show. And Timothy yes. Hutton was very, very good in Leverage. So like. I welcome all that. It's look, you're not going to regret watching this show and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the soundtrack is actually yeah. really good, really good. And you've got some contemporary stuff. You got some older stuff. You'll recognize uh, the one thing that I sent to you guys from the show was howling by cathedrals that I thought was excellent, really well used and a very good song. So check out this show. You're going to love it. 
something I, I do want to say real quick uh, about this show. There's two things. Number one is any other Jack Ryan properties or things that are out in the world, Hunt for Red October, just you know, to name one that you may know, completely irrelevant. This is a this is a new story, so you don't need to know any kind of Jack Ryan lore. You don't. Second thing, this show doesn't give a shit about an opening title. It says, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, original Prime series, directed by, written by, here's the fucking show. Like, it's... Right. 15 seconds and you're in the episodes every single time. So this, this does not, and it's, hold it back. totally stands up to yeah. everything they've done. And, and in, in some cases is better. Yeah. So, so highly, highly yeah. recommended for sure. Put it on your list. I actually, uh, recommending, uh, Brian should probably watch it at some point. I'm sure he'll watch it. And, uh, what, how long did it take you to get Spider-Man? It took three years to get Spider-Man. So three years, we'll get, uh, Brian three to watch years. Jack Ryan. Jack right. Ryan. I'm not making a video game. <laughs> They're already greenlit season two. You really want to be two seasons behind a Jim Halpert show? Would you calm your shit? I'm going to watch it soon. You I keep just saying, finished the you game. You keep saying these ridiculous things to me about watching things and, and that you will do them. Mm. I'm almost done with season one of Veronica Mars. Congratulations. Yeah. CJ. Stands up. I you I want to address that that bet. So Brian and I made a, a gentleman's agreement uh, that if I watch three seasons of Veronica Mars, he will have to watch. Yeah, I gotta watch that before I watch Jack Ryan or three, Iron. Three Fist. seasons of Capaldi. I am almost done season one, and I want to I want to I wanted to share a moment of my life that happened. Uh, I started watching the show, and again, I've heard about this. I heard that I like that I would like it. I do. I liked it. Liked it from the start. My wife was sitting next to me. And she goes, "What are you watching?" I was like, "I'm watching Veronica Mars." She goes, "This is stupid." Okay, these people don't look like they're in high school. They're in like their 30s. That guy's not dressed like a rich kid at all. I'm like well, 90210. It was the UPN. I'm sure they didn't have budget for like rich white people clothes. Like this, it was that was like some, 2001. So yeah, I don't it's know still how rich the, people. But it was like, oh, that, book, that guy has a Buka Shell necklace. You know, he's a 90s uh, kid because he's got a Buka Shell necklace. It's like this show is stupid. Two days later, we were watching something else. My wife was like, why aren't we watching Veronica Mars? I was like, I thought you didn't like that show. Yeah, I don't care. It's good. Okay. So thank you, Brian. I've, uh, so your wife is just as hypocritical as you is what you're telling well, me. I have a list. I, <laughs> my wife and I, hold on. My wife and I have a list of, of shows that she initially hated that I was like, we love these shows now. And and I have compiled it, uh, and I will be sharing it right now. Uh, Dexter, that was a show that when she started watching, goes, that was stupid. Doctor Who, that's so stupid. It's way too British. Why am I watching this? Now she loves it. Veronica Mars. The Big Bang Theory, which, again, I had a falling out with, but at first she thought it was stupid. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. She was questioning why the hell I was watching that show. She thought it was stupid. Chuck. She thought it was stupid. Psych. She thought it was stupid. Do you know what it is? She's a huge fan of all of these shows now. So every time she says this show is Laura, Laura was the same on Doctor Who and Chuck and a couple others. I, yeah. I, I, I still don't think she's totally bought into Chuck. Um, but but, but I, it'll, I, it'll I, get, I get I get where yeah. you're at, CJ. I totally it, get it. It, it. It's it's just a thing. Since we're done talking about Jack Ryan, uh, there is a story we do want to touch upon that I believe Brian and Josh, you both saw, and you guys had a weird quasi-twin moment where you both talked about it at the exact same time, that Apple is removing purchased movies uh, from users' iTunes library. And Josh, as you also brought up in our conversations, it's not just Apple, but like this is this is pretty, this is pretty interesting. Someone tell me uh, what's going on, and then Brian, I can understand why this probably doesn't affect you, sir. <laughs> and that, that was actually the the thing that I thought immediately upon reading this article was Apple, Google, Amazon, they're all like all the digital stores. If you purchase something and the supplier takes it off the shelf, you lose that. And I went, I don't have a shelf. 
Brian has many shelves. shelves. He's Brian got shelves. shelves. He's got multiple shelves. I don't have a shelf. Am I really worried about it? Um, uh, only because I I own some obscure shit, right? I own some stuff that's likely to go off, you know, out of production or whatever. Um, I'm, we're not talking about, you know, Marvel. We're not talking about big titles. But when something gets pulled by the studio, the digital storefront gives it up. And even if you purchased it at full price, you lose it. And the other part, too, is there's no refunds. Like uh, someone wrote to Apple's like, hey, I really want a, a refund. And they were like, no, no, no. And then it got escalated. And then they resolved it with, well, here's a six dollars for a free movie. Rental. It was two. It was two movie rentals. I mean, I mean, don't don't mischaracterize. It was it was two movie rentals for oh, like six ninety nine or whatever it was, which is they give which, you five ninety nine U.S. dollars for two movie rentals. Like there you go. So I'm just I'm not saying that's a good solution. I'm but saying they probably paid ten dollars. They and they may have. For one movie. I'm not defending the move. I'm gotcha. saying it's not about Google or Apple or so Amazon. This, this happened with me with Amazon once. I bought an ebook and they pulled the ebook and it was on my my Kindle app. And then I went to go read it. I loaded the Kindle store. I was like, I want to finish reading this. And whoop, it was gone. I'm like, what the hell? I was in the middle of reading this book. And like, oh, it's been pulled from the publisher. It was published on ebook by accident. I'm like, that doesn't. But I. Yeah, okay, so, and and I don't and I honestly I don't buy movies on 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 iTunes anymore. This is just more proof that like with you have streaming services or anything like that, you don't own anything. Uh, but I mean, is it DRM protected? Can you not? Can you not download this and burn it onto a a, a CD or a DVD? No, you cannot. It's all on right. their server. So it was all DRM. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you and when you download when you download a file onto your device, it's it's still just a file that's accessed. You know what I mean? You can't right. extract. Yeah, and and I guess that's that's the other problem. And I mean that's where the digital copies of everything can kind of come. And that into wouldn't play. matter. It doesn't matter what what Amazon, Google, whatever. So they're all the same. They right. all protect their content. Yep. To prevent the piracy, but at the same time, no dice. Uh, so I just thought it was interesting. It it, it kind of comes to the point, I guess, where, where Brian's kind of been living his life for for a while. This is something that you truly love. You want to have it forever, even something that's quote unquote permanent, as you know, iTunes or or Amazon doesn't necessarily mean that that will be yours forever. At some point, some service will die. Uh, when when eBooks were a big thing, like remember the Nook and all the other things that you could read books on. A lot of people bought books on those platforms, then the platform died, and now they couldn't play for anything. Not saying Apple and Amazon and Google are at risk of, like, going out of business and, oh, no, you're, I'm, you're done. I'm more, worried about, a, I'm more worried about DVD dying. It's a little uh, yeah, different sure. with books, though. I mean, it, th- this is purely predicated on whether the studio wants to continue to make this th- these things available right. on the service. I'm worried about things like Christmas vacation, planes, trains, and automobiles. Th- you know what I mean? Like things like that from like right. the 80s. That's what I'm worried about. I don't want to lose those. Stripes. I oh my god, don't take stripes away you from You should me. probably By get the way, a shelf then, Josh. Stripes. I'm not going to I'm never Here's why I'm never going to do that. Because <laughs> I'm sitting on my I'm sitting on my sofa. It's late at night. It whatever game I was watching just ended. I have time to watch a movie before I go to bed. Right. So I flip on I, I flip on the born identity and then I go, mm, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Ocean's Eleven. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch the Italian job. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch the born ultimatum. 
You're very non-committal with your movie choices. I really am. Yeah, and I, right. I, I that don't, annoys I don't, the shit out of me. I don't know it until I get a few minutes in, and if I feel it, then I'm then I know. And if I don't, I gotta bail now because I'm gonna hate myself in an hour when I start another movie. Because that's gonna happen. It's gonna right. fucking happen. It's like starting an episode of SVU. It's like, like no, don't, don't, no, don't start that one. No, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. It's and like then, you're and then, treating movies like they're Tinder or something. <laughs> and then ultimately, ultimately, I go back to like an episode of Jack Ryan and I just watch that. So yeah, oh I'm not. God. I know, I know, I know. You hate me. I get it. But that's the reason I don't own DVDs. Could you imagine how angry I'd be every five minutes switching DVDs? And what I would have to do on my shelf. I'm hearing oh. somebody yell Synology and Plex at us. And, and just, no. Oh, and God forbid one of my children get the shelf out of order. <laughs> you see, I love my kids, so I have to have iTunes. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we're done talking about the world of TV and movies, it's time to turn our attention to the world of comic books. See how it's affecting TV. Also see how it's affecting those movies. But most of all, ladies and gentlemen, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Ladies and gentlemen, Henry Cavill made the news this week because he's not Superman anymore. But he is super... He's not not Superman anymore. He's not not Superman. He's not not Superman. Uh, Okay, so a rumor came around that Henry Cavill is leaving Superman uh, because negotiations broke down due to a cameo that he was supposed to make in Shazam. Scheduling conflicts. Well, scheduling it was a scheduling conflict. conflict for Shazam, but it was that was code which is for, what people say when they when they're saying you're not giving me what I want you to give me. Right. So uh, somebody linked, I think, to the Hollywood Reporter. Henry Cavill is leaving Superman because of all this shit. Uh, to which we're all just like, oh, that's not good. And then Brian, Brian just goes, you know who's right next to him? Ben Affleck. And this isn't unfounded, right? It was saying, hours before. It was literally, literally, oh, literally an hours hour. before. Just hours an hour. before. And he said Ben Affleck. And, and listen, the reason he said Ben Affleck is because Ben Affleck's supposed to write, direct, and star in the Batman movie. Not anymore. It's- no, no, no. The reason I said Ben Affleck is because they keep jerking him around with this Batman movie. He was right. supposed to write and direct it. Then they said no. And then right. they rewrote his script from the ground up. And then yes. they signed on Matt Reeves. And meanwhile, people have read Ben Affleck's script and are saying it's the best thing they've ever read <laughs> i'm not even joking not i'm not even talking about fans like a studio exec right came out and said i read the ben affleck batman script and it's probably the best batman i've ever that, seen that wasn't a sarcastic laugh that was the no. most hysterical real laugh i've yeah. ever done so that coupled with the fact that i'm pretty sure this whole batman debacle has driven him into rehab because he's <laughs> dealing with that right now right and i knew Ben Affleck's going to be next. So, ben but Affleck's going to be next, and they're going to have to redo their entire universe with but, Gal Gadot and Aquaman. Don't jump the gun, Brian, because you jumped the gun. Because then Henry Cavill went on Instagram and then did the weirdest fucking thing I've ever no seen. No one knows what he did. There's no confirmation. That was so, so I'm not strange. Anything. It was I'm so just saying strange. it was weird. And I'm just, so out of context. I'm just I, saying like, everyone jumped to a conclusion, and the thing is we don't know what the hell is going on. Because the truth is, we have no idea. If Henry right, Cavill's right, still right, right. So let me just explain. He he made an Instagram video where he's wearing a Krypton heavy, like Krypton weightlifters t shirt, yeah, Krypton lifting team or something. And then he like, there's some weird dog barking song going on with it. And then he pulls up a, a Superman doll, looks at the camera, pulls it down, and then it just loops. So who knows what the hell that means? 
And sources are saying, oh, no, see, this is a, a like a contract negotiation that's gone public, and Henry Cavill just wants more money. He's really not out. So listen, we don't know what's going on. So I, I turned to our patrons on Patreon, and I said, hey, guys, uh, I, we all know CJ here, a little, little, little critical of uh, DC, right? So surprise, surprise. What are your thoughts as to what's going on within the DC universe, and what do you think is is happening? Can and I then, give my novice opinion and then Brian please. can like give like lay some truth on us? Yeah. Um my only my only take on this is Henry Cavill goes, I don't like what's happening. I'm out. And he actually says, I'm out. Right. And, and then Affleck goes, guys, I kind of need Superman for everything I'm doing. And we kind of need it for everything we've been doing. And if he's not here, everything we've done makes no sense. And if he's out, I'm out. And you're out, Batman and Superman. And they go, Henry Cavill, you can have everything you want. Here you go. That's so, the only thing I can imagine happened. So I asked Brian Roman. And then after we hear Brian Roman, Brian, I'd love to hear to your opinion. Uh, Roman says, just just blow up the DCEU. Give everything to Berlanti and be done with it. If they want to do movies, blow up everything they have to do now and do it differently. Do Earth 2. No more having to worry if they do Batman versus Superman right or whatever. Just blow it up that's tv stuff that's not movie stuff no he wants it to blow it up and give it to berlanti nope that's tv stuff that's not movie stuff l- l- listen 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 all right i'm i'm reading roman's I, words I, 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 no, I, and i'm i'm disagreeing with the dude right with completely unfounded anything I so we get agree. it um whether or not berlanti primarily does television doesn't mean he my shit's unfounded or his shit's unfounded your shit's unfounded. Just because Berlanti is primarily done Berlanti's television doesn't TV mean shit, not movie shit. There are plenty of producers and showrunners who have who have made the jump to directing. And movies. maybe he will one day. But right now, is he TV shit or is he movie shit? Why does that, that that's matter? Beside the point. That's what he's saying should happen. It, it, it's a pipe dream. Listen, here's the thing. I love I love all you guys. I love all you super nerds. I really do. I love you. I love you. I love you. However, if if the past week with the Cavill Hemsworth thing has taught you nothing. It's that that shit doesn't it doesn't appeal to the masses. That's all I'm saying. He's TV shit. He's not movie shit. If it weren't for the fact that we did this podcast, you would have no idea that Berlanti was TV shit. And if he did a, a DC movie, you'd be Bro, completely fine. With if it. we weren't friends, I would have no idea what Greg and Berlanti <laughs> put together. That's my point. That's no, my I, point. I get it. But like, I, I see so, but you've so, introduced me. That doesn't apply to the I'm, masses. I'm so I'm so happy right, I can introduce you to things so you can have the wrong opinions about them. But that's not <laughs> the point. All right, Brian, the go point ahead, is man. this. I don't know what's going on. I, I I do think there is there is there is a little bit of truth to the fact that Josh what what Josh is saying because Henry Cavill has been very upfront about the fact that listen Justice League was a shit show like there's no two words about it. I don't agree with you know I'm not really happy with what's going on. I do think I mean Henry Cavill has done three three movies of Superman. I'm assuming that is all he was signed on to, and now it's time to renegotiate contracts. And they are pretty much banking. He's pretty much saying, "Listen, you don't have a DC universe if you right. don't have me." That's right. So I I don't think he's just making money demands. I'm thinking he's actually making creative demands too. Like right. you can't you you gotta you gotta do Superman. You gotta do it right. You gotta do it our way, and, or and I'm I, gone. And, I, and right, but you think you think that him and Affleck are in cahoots. Right? No, I, mean, I don't they, think they're in cahoots. I they think, should be. They think, should no, be in listen, cahoots. I think listen, Affleck just saw the opportunity to just go I think leverage. Affleck, I think Affleck saw saw his opening and said, "Hey, you know what? Me too." But 
Ugh. Here's the thing. Affleck already has creative control. No, he doesn't. No, he they doesn't. kicked him off they of creative control. They ripped any creative control away from him. I thought you just said he was writing, producing, directing. They took his script and completely blew it up. They took away his script. They completely took his script and legitimately threw it in the trash. That's and then boo. said, you're also not directing this Batman movie. So, so you're just going to be starring in it. I think, I think, I think this, uh, I think Henry Cavill is a lot smarter than we we think he is because I think yeah, or whether or man- not, or his manager is, whether or not, yeah, whoever leaked this, I think he knew about well about it. And I think he went on that Instagram with whatever weird ass video just do something stupid and weird that involves Superman so people will talk about it. Right. So exactly. that everybody on the Twitter sphere is saying, what the hell is going on? I want Henry Cavill as my Superman. Let's just keep him as Superman. And the public outcry is going to force Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers to say, all right, we'll do whatever you need us to do. And fine, Affleck will do whatever you need us to do, too, because – uh, either that or they need to completely start from scratch. This Aquaman movie that is coming out, if it has any it's, ties. It's, 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 well, same it's thing with Wonder Woman, too, any right? ties to the Justice League that Done. they just did, they got to scrap that. Yep. They got to scrap Wonder Woman. And Flash. they're like, we, if we lose these two people, we got to redo everything. And we're already behind the eight ball as it is. We can't. We can't afford to do that. Josh said the Flash movie. You don't have to trash. You don't have to throw out the Flash movie. It's already thrown I'm out. Just that saying, movie's I'm just, not I'm just even saying, doing it's, shit. It's, you know what I think they should do is they should have Henry Cavill uh, write, produce, and direct the Batman movies and have Ben Affleck write, produce, and direct the, the Superman, Superman movies movie. and just make each other do ridiculous shit. No, you know, you know what they need to do. And I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, I am going to level. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of say what Roman said, but not, not the same. Listen, I don't need Berlanti to direct anything because, to an extent, I don't think he should be directing a movie. I don't even think he needs to be doing anything. He's he's doing very well on the CW. But you know who they should get, not to, to direct, but to consult on how to build their universe? Bruce Tim. Oh. Bruce Tim, who has already done a successful Batman animated cartoon for four years, a successful Superman animated cartoon for three years, yeah. a successful Justice League cartoon for four years, and built a completely... New animated DC universe that was extremely successful. Very That's the guy you hire and say, we need your help. You're not going to direct, but we need you to consult. We need you to help us build this universe. That's what they should do. They're not going to. I swear to God. I, Warner Brothers, if you're listening, I just need one year. <laughs> I don't care. Like You can pay me the lowest salary you can as far as a studio exec goes. Just give me the office for one year. I will fix everything and you will make billions of dollars. If you want to let me keep the job, that's fine. If not, I'll go back. That's you okay. Should, you should write them a letter. I wrote a letter to the Los Angeles Rams asking the same thing. And I, they didn't, obviously, didn't. He, he <laughs> actually wrote, no, seriously, he put pen to paper. Yeah, but I handwrote them There was a stamp a involved. You should, you should do this, Brian. You should handwrite them a letter, right, offering to take whatever salary you think you would need to do that job. Just go ahead and write it. See what happened. I mean, you have nothing to lose, do you? There's very little that that you have to lose. Just tell them what. Look, here's. But tell me, I'm wrong. I can do X, Y, Z. You should pay me. Y. Here's what I will do. Here's my my takeaway from this whole scenario. In my head, after Henry Cavill just you know they're like, hey, we're gonna leak that fact that you want more. Yeah, you you want to leave. He's like, all right, yeah, do whatever. Uh, and Ben Affleck was just like, yes, my moment to finally say, screw it, I want out too. I imagine they both got coffee together like, 
can we be can we be best friends now because we both hate Warner Brothers? Because you know what they and both, now they're just hanging out. You know what they both know for a fact is that every single review, either user or critic, has said the same thing about these movies. The movie is shit, but Henry Cavill's really yeah, like, good. I like or Ben Affleck I was like ben really Affleck. good. I like Henry Cavill. Ben yeah. Affleck was really good. Right. I mean, really that's, good. That's what every review says. Hey, and, the and actors Henry are Cavill, doing great. They just don't have much to work with. Right. I will watch any Superman movie that Henry Cavill is in. I mean, just, he is, as far as I'm concerned, he's Superman. I wasn't. 1978, Christopher Reeve, that's wonderful. 77. You know, those are, the, huh, what? <laughs> 77. Was I'm it sorry. 77? He just, he just slyly, just very under his breath. No, that's wrong here. I'm pretty that's, sure it's 77. I think it's 78. Uh, Christopher Reeve, 1978. Someone hit the IMDb's. Tell me I'm who's right. It right now. No, I'm, I'm just going to say Christopher Reeve, 1978. Uh, you know, a little before my time. 78. Wow, I'm fucked up hard. Oh! Oh. Josh is right always. That's a million, right always. million points for Josh. So, a great movie, really. I mean, as a child, it was a it was an inspiring movie. It was very cool, um, but just not. It's not. It's not relevant and, anymore. And this is where I want to turn around to you, listener. I, I'm very curious as to what do you think about these rumors. What do you think the the current state of the DCEU is, and what what what's the path now? W- where do they go to either salvage this? Do they burn it? Like, what do they do? Tell us. Go uh, hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, or if you go to thatgunner.com, you can write a comment right there. I'm very curious to hear what uh, you guys think. And about let me be DCEU. very clear: I still think this universe is salvageable. I don't need to burn it all. I just just get the right person in there to fix it. Uh, all right. So since we're talking about DC, uh, let's let's take it back to just this, uh, the, the the tiny screen here. I don't know. Is it what's the word for the TV? The tube. The, the tube. It, there's no longer tube televisions. All right. <laughs> since we're done talking about the DCEU, let's uh, take it back down to the CW and let's talk a little bit about the Arrowverse uh, right now because Elizabeth is it Tulik? Tulik? T U L. I don't know. Tulik. We got. What do we look like? A wordsmith. Uh, Elizabeth Tulloch has been tapped to play Lois Lane in the CW Arrowverse. Uh, Josh, I just wanted to mention two shows that she has bit roles on, but uh, yet alone, they, she was on these two shows. House MD. Remember the episode where there was the woman who did the donkey show and it ended up being a thing at the church with the Virgin Mary? Nope. That, that was okay. That was her. And she was on the West Wing as the secretary. Please don't look it up because you won't find her. But she was on those two shows nonetheless. Um. Seems pretty cool. She's also been in uh, was Grimm uh, and a couple yes. other little shows, bit roles. Uh, Grimm was a, she was a leading role in Grimm, and Grimm lasted uh, at least three or four years. Well, then I've never heard of it. Uh, you just never watched it. That's, I've never heard of. I never even heard of it. You don't watch card. You don't watch commercials. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, looks cool. Uh, like I said, this isn't one of those names that's going to distract me the whole time. Thinking of what else was she in? Um, so pr- pretty down for this. What do you guys think about uh, having our Lois Lane? I have a part. I I I have a fundamental problem in that we're still calling this, and I understand chronologically it was the first show to come out, but I the fact that, that we're, we're calling, calling the Arrowverse. Arrowverse and not Flashverse or whatever. <laughs> Technically, they call it the Flowerverse. Flash what? Uh, no, 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 that, no. That's what no, I no, 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 and you don't go based on what show is better. You go based on what was first. I get it, but no. Um, <laughs> so look, Lois Lane, great, wonderful. Ah, getting caught up on anything but Flash, and I'm already caught. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm current on Flash. Yeah. Getting caught up on anything else in there is 
is the lowest priority I have. Well, there's some other news, though, concerning this Arrowverse uh, crossover event, and we now know that Stephen Amell's wife actually was cast, who will be playing the wife of Mr. Freeze. Nora Freeze. Thank you. I didn't know her name was Nora. Her, nice her name, name is Nora. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, well, A, you know, that's really cool. Nora Freeze means we could get a Mr. Freeze. Sure. Um, the CW is very intent on keeping the Amell family in, in business between Steven, <laughs> Robbie, and now Steven's wife. Cassandra, by the way. Her name is Cassandra. Cassandra. Thank Which you. I was Robbie? trying to remember her name. Cassandra huh? Jean Amell. Which one's Robbie? Robbie Amell was the guy who played Firestorm in the first Whose season name of Flash. Whose no, was Robbie. Right. Yes, it was. Okay, His name cool. was Robbie. And you know why I know that? Because she won't shut up about it. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, if anybody knows anything about the Mr. Freeze story origin that was originated in the animated series that yeah. was you know created by bruce tim just fyi another reason why he should be you know <laughs> helping out with live action stuff um she's eventually gonna get trapped in you know cryogenic stasis and uh mr freeze is gonna go insane so that's something to look forward to well, the other part too is we have the connection that ruby rose's uh batwoman right is going to be introduced in this crossover event so i mean could we see like a female like Mr. Freeze character, if they can't get Mr. Freeze? I don't think so. I hope not. That would be weird. That that The fact that she is dying and is in suspended animation is so integral to just, Mr. Freeze's character. You just flip it. My husband is dying, and now he's in suspended state. They just yeah, go, but that's... Flip. No, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like, like it either. I'm just saying, do you think it's a possibility? I'm sure it's a possibility, but I don't think... With what we've seen so far in all these shows, even in Supergirl, when they do Superman stories, they it's not just like, oh, we're it's a Superman story, but we're gonna put Supergirl in it. They they make it their own. Right. I don't think they would do that. I could be wrong, but I, I mean I don't think they would. Because that's just it's just lazy writing, honestly. <laughs> it really is. It's fine. So I mean, I would hope it would be more of a Mr. Freeze. I mean, she could be a huge she could be like there could be a season or two of her like doing something either nefarious or maybe to help out Batwoman or anything before she gets put into stasis. But I don't know. I don't I don't work for CW. I would like to work for Warner <laughs> Brothers. Uh, if studio. you're hiring Brian letter, you need to write. <laughs> There's another letter for you, Brian. There you go. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now that we are done with the world of comics, I like to go around the Internet. I like to find the weird. I like to find the obscure. And then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. Uh, and Brian, we're going uh, first off to you, sir. Uh, we, uh, but I want to talk to you. But I, well, I, I just want to. This is about, it's about Spider-Man. That was the jazziest modem ever. That was yeah, indeed. It's like scat. You mentioned Spider-Man. I did Continue. mention Spider-Man. Uh, Brian Roman asked us uh, for some uh, impressions for you. Uh, also, mm. he is curious as to where you come down on the costume selection within Spider-Man because he doesn't see a reason to ever switch out of the Scarlet Spider. So I'm just curious if you could tell us a little bit about uh, how you've enjoyed the Spider-Man uh, game. Keep it spoiler free and then ask or the answer the questions about uh, the costumes. And you're not going to be able to rant a whole lot. You're going to have to keep that a little quiet. All right. Um, my impressions of the Spider-Man game and you're telling me I have to keep it spoiler free. Spoiler free. And I, just, you know, let's not I, we don't have three hours. So, you know, we'll. I legitimately just finished it minutes before we started recording. And yes. I am truly 
emotionally and uh, physically just exhausted because I spent I was up to like 2 a.m. every night playing this game. And not because not because like I I felt some beholden, you know, uh, to, you know, finish it in time to tell Josh if Christian could play it. (laughs) Although that was a factor. I just got so wrapped up in the game itself, I forgot what time it was. If it weren't for the fact that I had set and like alarms, I would be playing this until 6 a.m. You set alarms to stop playing the game? Yep. And then I ignored set alarms. I, I and used then to do that to when I played uh, Skyrim. Yeah. This game is extremely well done. It's ex- Listen, it, it is everything. The only way I can equate it is it, it is it is everything that you liked about Arkham Knight, but with Spider-Man and on a larger scale. Because I don't know if you know this, Manhattan's pretty big. Yeah, it's big. <laughs> and um, was it, it just was it just the borough of Manhattan, or did it go the entire Brooklyn, Brooklyn Queens? So all five all boroughs, all the five boroughs. islands. Yep. All, right, all the so, way down. All right, from so it's Wall not Street, just Manhattan. All the way up to Harlem, Hell's it's, Kitchen. It's like the entire everything. New York City. And, and, and the the amount well, of no, all the way up to Harlem. I mean, that's just Greater Man, like really Greater Manhattan. Harlem is just above. Hell's Kitchen is just sort of it's sort of there. Like, did it go into Brooklyn Queens? Like, no, no, it, no, no. It cut off know. at Harlem. That's as far okay. north as you go. Far north as you go is Harlem. Okay, and so it was just it was really just the island. Right, it's yes. just the island. This this game is so detailed, Josh. You can legit go to a specific street mm-hmm. and and see what is supposed to be there, like. The, the the Wall Street Bull is exactly where it's supposed I to be. I know the things that are supposed to be there. I, I know. I know. I know you know. I'm just trying to paint a picture, Joshua. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying if is. you're saying this and I get Christian this game Pe- and I take him down in the financial district and you the le- malt house isn't where it's supposed to be, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> Listen, like shops like the restaurants and stuff like that, they've switched <laughs> out a little bit. Okay. But like the big landmarks, like the churches, a, a Grand lot Central of- Station – a lot of people all, who are from New York stuff. has said this is one of the best representations of New York in not only video games, but also like in movies. And it, that's that. cool. It's extremely that's really cool. It's legit. And that, and that's just how detailed the game is. And then on top of that, you add the fact that the the entire the, the, the all, all the mechanics of the game are fantastic. And I don't want to get too much into it because I'm told I don't have three hours. But you truly feel like Spider-Man. You truly like feel like you could you are that character with and a controller in your hand i have you a question like spider-man yes most yes, spider-man uh, games CJ. just like spider-man movies sometimes don't nail the balance between peter parker and spider-man himself how does this game this game that? does and it's amazing and that's what i was going to say next the story is so well done that there are there are there are story missions that you are not in the costume for. There there are, there are things that you play as Peter Parker, and it's like a lot of like gathering information and everything. But the story beats are, are as Peter Parker are so you know emotional that when things happen, you truly are invested in these characters that it actually generates an emotional response. I legit cried at this game, not just because of how amazing it is, but because the things happen that make you cry. And it's very well done. They take they take the Spider-Man universe and they do their own thing. So I'm sitting here being like, oh, you know, I know everything about that. So I, I know how this story is going to play out. Nope. They do things differently. They, they, they rearrange things so that like I didn't see things coming is my point. 
it was truly a surprise and truly right. just an amazing experience. That's cool. So then the other part, too, is there's a lot of unlockable costumes uh, that, that are in the game. Yeah. So let's talk about the costumes. I've seen the ones. I've seen them. Uh, I, you've seen them? I, I've seen you've them. Seen you know them? I've seen them. Uh, I'm a little I am disappointed a huge fan with the costume the, selection. I'm a huge, I have issues with it, too, but I'm a huge fan of the Scarlet Spider costume. So I am, too. That's what Brian Roman says. What, how do you feel about the costume selection, number one? And then do you see any reason to play besides any other costume than Scarlet Spider? I was a little disappointed with some of the costumes out of like maybe the 15 costumes you unlock. I really, truly loved about a third of them, maybe five of them, six of them. Um, Scarlet Spider is one of them, but I got to be honest with you. I, I love that 2099 costume mm. and in game it looks which it which looks one, the, the black one or the white one? Both. There's but two. The, the, okay. the, the original black the and black, black and, and red there. looks let, fantastic. Let me ask a question. Uh, you know, Brian Roman's asking, is there ever a reason to switch out of the Scarlet Spider? It, does it do something different? So the, the, the really cool thing that they did in this game is that each suit has its own special ability that you can use throughout the game. And when you first unlock it, like it's automatically attached. But the nice thing is you could switch out the costume and still keep that ability. So there's really no reason to switch off of a costume that you love. Just for a power. Just for just for a power. Because you can mix and match them however you want. It's legitimate. It's totally an aesthetic thing. And I'm okay with that. But, like, I, I played with the 2099 costume. I played with the Scarlet Spider costume. I switched out to the Noir costume just because it's cool. Right. Just be, like, swinging uh, around a different as, mood, that yeah. per, as that skin. So it, why, it's why, cool. why, would, why would Brian Roman be asking, is there ever a reason to switch off? Because it's so cool looking. Because, it, because it's just the cool factor. That's legitimately the only reason. And, okay, and, that, that's that's yeah. the thing that when I saw it, I was like, "Is does it have the most powers? I don't understand it, what... It doesn't. I don't even okay. know what power it has. I, I, I latched on. I found one power that I really liked. I just put it on all my costumes. It was awesome. Uh, here's the other thing. This this also came... Spider-Man hit, hit the news in a different way, and, and I just want to touch upon this. I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole for this. By the way, DLC gets released next month, just FYI. <laughs> all right. To finish the game. Because it's story DLC. There was there was a fan of uh, this video game that you knew was coming out that, like Brian said, has been in development for like over three years. Uh, and asked Insomniac, which is the studio that made the game, if they would make a, an Easter egg. They would help him hide an Easter egg within the game. The Easter egg was a proposal to his girlfriend. Yeah, I saw it. It's on but, a it's on a movie theater marquee. Yes. Yeah. Very long story short, uh, their relationship did not work out. Oh no! But it made and, the game. And made, I, well, here's I, the thing: Insomnia. He let Insomniac know, "Hey, listen, like a couple days before the game came out, I read that she broke up with him and went with his brother." Yeah, I'm I, just saying. Right. Holy that's, that's crap! Are you kidding me? It's not. It's not like it's so. Her side of the story. It's really not like that. Here's the thing. Then I'll. Then we're gonna dive into it's this. It's not like that. Here we go. Here we go. Is with the guy's she, brother. No, here we go. She hates video games. She's not a fan of video games. So he, not really getting her personality, wants to hide this Easter egg in a video game. She doesn't even care about that. Their relationship was extremely rocky, and then... Wow, I can't believe you're defending this. This is, like, one of the most romantic moves I've ever seen. But listen... And you're... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're over here going, but she doesn't like it. Look, I gotta tell you, there's a lot of shit I do Laura doesn't like. Right. She still participates. But... You know why? She loves me. Right, but that's the thing. Those two don't love each other. That was the whole point. That was the whole problem. 
So I'm not saying they don't love each other. I'm saying this dude did love her and made this move. And now you're over there going, he shouldn't have made the move because he misjudged the relationship. And she clearly wasn't on the same level because she doesn't care about video games. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole. But you did. You you brought this shit on yourself. I listen. I was trying to keep it high level. Then Brian brought up the fact that she ran away with his brother, which isn't. That's really all I read, happened. and I just wanted to I confirm. Know. Apparently, uh, you're more intuitive into these people's relationships I've, I've than lies. I've read a great deal about this because I was debating whether we we're going to bring this up, but here we are. Um, let me just read Brian Roman's comment on this regarding the sad Easter egg thing in Spider Man. It's not that sad. The dude wanted to propose to his girlfriend through video games. She wouldn't give a fuck about that. She didn't like video games. She has no awareness, and it just tells you how clueless this guy was about the state of his relationship. Telling everyone that she left him for his brother when he himself sent him to check on her is doubly shitty thing to say. People have forced this poor girl off the internet because of his manipulative bullshit. Fuck this guy with impact webbing. The the thing comes down to this. <laughs> the, the brother... <laughs> oh, Brian Roman. The, the brother... The brothers went to the, the, the ex and said, hey, listen. Oh, yeah, super innocent. Sad. Let me go console your, go check your on hot your, girlfriend. Can you go check on sure. my brother, please? Like, Can you please go talk to him? Can you guys patch up your relationship? And then the brother and the girl began a relationship on the fact that you know he was just so despondent to it. Bro, but, let but, me say one fucking thing please, right now. Go for it. That is a violation. I agree. But that's not like. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The way no. that Brian just. The Not way, okay. Only because this is how the internet's phrased it. The way I don't that, care how clueless you are about your shit. That is not okay. I agree. I hundred percent agree with you. The What's characterization also not okay is is the way this guy is dealing the, with the it. characterization that's, that's the point, of she, she ran away with his brother was. She said no to the relationship because of the brother, and that's not what happened. She said no to the engagement. Oh my god, I don't care off, at all. This is that's a, what I'm trying to tell you. This, this but is here's a the, very cool move. When like, do we turn into Us Weekly? I don't know. You don't know. You don't know that it wasn't going to be just a flash on a screen, and he's like, "Hey, look, I paused the game." Right? No, you don't know. It. it, it it was probably Either, okay, the, the listen, this mode. is the only thing I'm yeah. going to say about this. Either way, the girl would have had to be playing the game to see the proposal, and she doesn't give a shit about video games. So yeah. the, the whole concept of doing it is kind of dumb. That's not how I would propose, because if she doesn't like video games, I'm, I'm not going to do that. So here's the thing. So he also tweeted Insomniac but when the relationship ended and said, hey, like, here's the silver line in all this. Hey, the relationship ended. They said, oh, that's really that's really that that sucks. Would you like us to remove it for a patch? Like, we'll take it out of the video game. And he said, no, I want you to leave it in the game and let somebody else use this Easter egg for their relationship. Let that's somebody get cool. let somebody get married out of this situation. So it is still in the game. And if you, I think what her name was Megan or something, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. if you, if you want to ask Maddie to marry you and you have Spider-Man for PlayStation four, use the Easter egg. Wow. A lot of really stars need to align for that to be able to happen. Listen, you just need to know a girl name. named Maddie. They'll it's, change. It's, you know, they can change the name. Just it's, get rid of Maddie then and just keep, will you marry me? <laughs> just keep it that way. It's six characters. I'm sure they can fit more in there. Not a big deal. Every week, a DLC for Spider-Man, a brand new name on the marquee. Four dollars a pop. God, you guys are so jaded. No, I thought it was funny. I'm All getting right. the seasons pass and I'll just see how, you know, <laughs> just how many times that name changes. Vanessa, we're pregnant you know just stuff like that okay. <laughs> all right in in other news of 180s yet again everyone just seems to understand that i find a topic like we should talk about that and then the next day it's like oh 
we're going to reverse our situation on this. Microsoft was testing a quote-unquote warning for Windows 10 users not to install Google Chrome and Firefox. It would come up you to use Edge or whatever. It's oh yeah, yeah. A little pop up will more that would come up and say, "Whoa, whoa! You've already got the safest browser, right? You already have Microsoft Edge, the safer, faster browser for Windows 10. Open Microsoft Edge or install anyway." Uh, so this came out and people were like, uh, no, listen, I'm, I'm not putting Edge on my computer. I'm not using that. So let me install it. And then Windows said, oh, shit, nobody likes that. And they have pulled the warning. But yet again, why? Like, why Why must you do a 180 on this? Josh, what do you think about the fact that Edge is already installed? No one uses it. Chrome and Firefox are like the defaults for Windows users. What do you think about this move? Look, I, I had a Surface Pro. I had two Surface Pros. Um, I never used IE, uh, or I wouldn't use edge if it was there. Like I downloaded it on my phone and I tried to use it and it made no sense to me. It's really dumb. Uh, really dumb. It's really dumb. Like it's not even action, an actual browser. It, it just isn't intuitive and it, it isn't easy to use and it's just dumb. Um, so the U-turn makes sense to me. The, Initial warning also makes sense to me. They want people to use their browser because it generates revenue. Right. But the what about the, the fact that they're marketing it as the safer browser for Windows? I mean, like, uh, well, I mean, frankly, it's native, so it likely is. Uh, all right. I mean, that's my only argument for it is that it is native. It's there. It's installed when you get the machine. It's it's part of the system. So it absolutely is more applicable yeah I, I guess it's probably tied into like windows defender and a sure. couple other fire everything's tied and, in together and they're, they're trying so hard just to get market share back because no one uses those browsers and that's why chrome and firefox are are way more popular and, and if the, you have re- a the Mac, real problem is 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 revenue generation from ads right right it's it's not Bing it's search. not it, it's not clicks right it, i mean some of it is clicks but it's clicks to ads clicks right. to ads clicks to ads and if you're not using that browser then you're screwed <laughs> Well, the, at least the manufacturer of the browser. Right. All right. Uh, final piece of tech perspective. And I, I just want to, uh, listener, we're being kind because I can hear Brian's voice yelling to my ear. Uh, Apple held their, their September iPhone event. They unveiled the iPhone XR, the iPhone XS, and the iPhone XS Max. Talk about those names however you want to. I want to talk about the best part of the entire presentation. The entire keynote was Tim Cook trolling every single person a couple minutes before the actual event started uh, someone noticed that tim cook's twitter feed posted a very odd thing it said no who can get it here quickly and everyone was like oh god <laughs> whoever uh whoever forgot whatever it is the pizza the whatever tim cook is mad and clearly this was made for a dm or a text message and it went on Twitter. Crazy old Tim doesn't know how to use Twitter. Cut to a couple minutes later, the tweet is deleted, and they start the presentation with a video that is composed with the Mission Impossible soundtrack where a woman is running across the Apple campus as fast as she can, going over obstacles, trying to use Siri to navigate the whole campus, and finally gets backstage, and lo and behold, there is Tim Cook, who opens the case, and inside of it, the clicker. They forgot the clicker. Who thought this was anything but a setup? Who when thought we, for a moment that Tim Cook, the head of a technology right. company, doesn't right. know how to use technology? So Nobody. It, listen, 
a lot. I, I of see. People. I see the tweets. I do. But I either think these people are complete idiots or we're part of it. I don't know. I don't see like because I, I was dude, watching. Dude, when look, when you see I was, minutes, I was trolled by this, I was like, oh, minutes, minutes it. before. So you're an idiot, according to Josh, CJ. Oh, that's fine. Exactly right. Minutes before an Apple event, Tim Cook sends something out. That's a setup. And also, if you think Tim Cook controls his own Twitter account, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I, here's yeah. the thing. I, I really thought after I figured out it was a setup. What is what a good like Steve Jobs move? Like this is this is and this also is, if you think Tim Cook writes his stuff oh, without no, someone did. else reading it first, you're yeah, out of yeah. your mind. So uh, like this this is not a thing. No, I totally fell for the. Hype, I don't though. even think Tim Cook actually sends a text message unless three people have read it first. <laughs> you're probably right. You're probably absolutely. You know right. when you're like at a restaurant and you're trying to talk to that girl and you're like, oh, what should I say? And you show all your friends and they're like, no, say this. Like I'm pretty sure that's what Tim Cook does every time. <laughs> there was a, a really good tweet too that said this awesome joke just proved how little faith we all have in uh, in Apple sometimes. Uh, which was you know there was because there were a lot of leaks for this thing. I mean a lot of leaks. Uh, for this presentation, but this was just a moment where I got to laugh and say, "All right, good on you, good on you, Apple." What, sh- show me what you got. Uh, so I enjoyed it. Uh, the yes, rest of the, and they did. Uh, they they got me, and the rest of the the keynote was was pretty good too. I I think Josh, you remarked that it was the best Tim Cook presentation, right? For, uh, from a for, from purely a presentation standpoint, it was the best Tim Cook has ever done. So. Uh, it was good. I will leave it to others to rave and talk and yell and scream about the iPhones. That's not what you're here for. You can get that anywhere. So uh, just wanted to bring up that little moment. I thought it was hilarious. All right. I want I want to let everyone just sit back and relax for just a moment here. <laughs> Mr. Burns. Yeah. I heard you went to the movies today. I did. I did go to the movies. And I heard that uh, we have we have to talk about the etiquette of the movie theater yet again. In particular, reserved seating. So, sir, I I give you the floor. Set the scene and uh, tell us what the hell is going on here. I will. I will. I will set the scene. I, I had a lovely lunch. I had a I had a martini and I walked across the street to the movie theater. And I walk in, and I go to my seat H fifteen, and I'm I think I'm counting right, but there's someone there. So I I walk up close and I like I look I look super close at the numbers. And then I just stand there and put my arms up. And this guy looks at me and I go, the fuck, man? That's my seat. He's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, you didn't know you didn't reserve that seat. He walks by me, sits down. I sit down in my seat, which is now warm. And I'm not crazy about that. The guy the guy says to me, I was just trying to get in the center. I'm like, yeah, I hear you, man. I was too. That's why I reserved this seat. <laughs> now, here is my general problem. You know when you buy a ticket for an IMAX show that you have to select a seat. So here's the thing. This I went to see uh, The Predator. Was it the, the Predator or just Predator? The Predator. Great. I went to see that thing. And uh, when I bought my seat, there was two, there were two other seats reserved. When I got there, there were 13 people in the theater. I don't know if they snuck in. And I'm saying snuck in because there was nobody checking tickets. Right. And since uh, I didn't need, you know, anything to drink or anything to eat, I just walked in. Nobody checked my ticket. So, I, you know, whatever. I get to the IMAX theater. There's probably 13, 15 people in this theater. This guy sat in my seat. What on earth are you doing 
when there's an empty theater and you reserved a seat, not sitting in the seat that you reserved, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then when the person walks up who actually reserved that seat to look at them like they shouldn't be there or, like, or, or as a matter of fact, to look at him in any way that isn't, I'm really sorry, I'm a dick. <laughs> uh, you got me. Look, right. no. don't sit in my seat. That's all I'm saying. I don't show up at a movie until the previews start. I, I'm not sitting there for the for the propaganda. I pay money to reserve a seat. Or, or rather, don't. I do the AMC thing. But either way, I'm reserving a seat. I don't need to be there to watch all the commercials and stuff because I reserve that seat. It's a reserved seat. There's a thing where it says reserved. <laughs> that means it's fucking not for you. And here's the crazy thing. I'm willing to bet 30 minutes into this movie when I walked out, that dude moved back to my seat. I don't care at that point because I had bailed on the movie. But the etiquette of the whole thing enrages me. And I'm not kidding, dude. I stood in front of the guy, like, just arm, like. (laughs) Like, what what you going to do? He looked looked up. Like, why am I standing here? And I I honestly, in a theater of 13, 15 people, I went, the fuck, man, my seat. (laughs) And I mean, he didn't give me any shit. He moved, right. but like, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Am what am I supposed to do? Walk up, see you in my seat, and then sheepish, she, like, like sheepishly right, like, oh, skulk sorry, away. I'll go sit somewhere else now, and then no. you're the guy who's in someone else's seat at that point, right? At, and and not only that, but like, just the balls. I don't care how empty the theater is. If you reserved a seat, just sit in your seat. The only, the only, go ahead. The only and time I, and the I'm only done. time I would, I would, I would kind of be like, yeah, I'll, I'll like if uh, the only time I ignore this rule is when, for me, I think it's when previews start. But I, now that hearing your story, I should probably do this a little later. If I don't get the seat that I really want, or like I get to the theater and like, oh, I misjudged where I like to sit. This was a mistake. I am two rows back than I normally am. Uh, I would once the preview started be like, are there open seats? I'm going to go fucking sit there. Like I would go down there, but you're right. If someone came up and just like was walking in my direction, be like shit, 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 damn caught. All right. And then I have to go back. And that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Like if, right. if the movie starts right, if, if not I'm after the previews, when it says you're not alone in the world, shut your phone down. Right. Yeah. When that thing happens, if the free, free range, want, look, I, I go to ball games. I'm moving like I'm moving right, a row exactly. at a time. Yes, I am. I'm I'm I am. I'm 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 sidling up there right. a row at a time in a ball game. In a movie theater, though, if there's nobody in that seat when the movie starts, go ahead. But like before the previews start, what are you doing? That's in a, my that's seat? a little bold. It's a violation. Yeah, it's a violation. All right, technical foul. Brian, you're you're not even. Are do you completely disagree with me, or would you have been throwing popcorn or what? Passive aggressively pestering him. No, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't understand it. it. The word reserved means it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So you were right. you were sitting back because the whole topic makes no sense to you. No, the topic makes sense to me. I mean, you obviously are passionate. I I, I don't have anything else to say. You have said it all. <laughs> what if I had shown up? With a wife and two children, and there's some jerk ass sitting smack and a wife, two children, and a Brian. <laughs> and there's a guy sitting smack dab in the middle of those five seats. <laughs> like, what what do you think my reaction would be? It wouldn't be calm for sure. It wasn't calm today. 
And and like I you know, I come home, I tell Laura the story. She's like, Was that really necessary? <laughs> and I, I went, actually it was it was it was my opening salvo. Like that that was where I started. It was only gonna escalate from there. Like I can't I'm not sure what I might have done if the dude was like, No. I I really I may have gone like blind. The worst is I've done the opposite of this where I come in and I'm like, what the fuck? You're in my seats. And they're like, are you an age seven? I'm like, I am an eight. Oh, oh, you're that guy. I, I apologize I've, for the accusation. And I realize that I should be a row behind you. You I, know where that, a- that accusation is not only exponentially worse coming from the person from the accuser, but then exponentially worse coming from the accused on an airplane. Oh yeah. No. Why no. are you in my seat? Why are you in? I'm 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 in seven D, and they're like here. Okay, here's my boarding pass. I'm in ten C. I'm just gonna walk. <laughs> and but but you're now shamed. Right by- now you're and and you're sharing that again. It's like oh. it, it is like an airplane. You are sharing that experience now for like two oh, hours. Oh, it's bad. That's not good. It's real bad. That's not good. Anyway, right. I look. I really appreciate you boys allowing me and you listeners allowing me to vent my rage about etiquette in movie theaters one more time. Thank you. All right. Well, listener, this is not a one-way conversation. We want to hear from you. Uh, if you have anything to say about the uh, Spider-Man for PS4, what's going on with the I have DC so much more to say. Please talk to me. No <laughs> uh, one else Jack has beaten Ryan. this game. Jack Ryan. Uh, we'd love to hear your impression, Jack Ryan. Talk to us. Reach us uh, on Twitter or Facebook, at That Kind of Nerd, on Instagram, at That Kind of Nerd Podcast. And, of course, if you want to be a fantastic fan, you can share this episode with your friends because sharing is the ultimate internet currency and we thank you for your donation also please support the show by going to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd and again if you join at the ten dollar tier you will get an exclusive episode uh this month we're going to see peppermint is that right is that what we decided on yes peppermint we're going to see peppermint and we are going to report back to you our thoughts about the movie, uh, details about that to come, but Peppermint... Femme Fatale movie, CJ! Peppermint is the movie. Femme Fatale movie, CJ! Sure. Director of Taken, starring Jennifer Femme Carter. Fatale movie, CJ! Uh, Femme right. Fatale movie, CJ! Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Femme Fatale movie, listener. JSK! We'll see you next week. JSK! If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, we'll take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see, there's many points where we can agree, like the Martha as the plot point was just too absurd, and Apple versus Android is a case to be heard, and the Dark Strike 2 Fantastic Four was a turd, well welcome to the club cause you were that kind of nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cave Talk. <laughs> Why are you chuckling, Josh? I'm chuckling. I'm just, I am fully tumescent at the possibilities of the, like, the next maybe 30 minutes of my life, as well as my wife's reaction to any of it. I can't, like, I, I just can't wait. Let's go. Let's go. I'm the happy dance, happy dance. Ugh, that was good. Was it good for you? It was so good. As a matter of fact, it was so damn good that I <laughs> got myself a seltzer. <laughs> By the way, this week's seltzer is polar. So I got the good stuff now. This actually has flavor.
This is cranberry lime. Cranberry lime. Cranberry Fancy. lime helps helps me out. It makes my digestive tract feel feel good. Ah, it's refreshing. You all right? There's just some violent urination happening. I'm <laughs> muting my mic. Like in front of you at, at the desk. Are you okay? No, the bathroom's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> I listen. That wasn't specified. I'm just making sure everything was okay. I, I literally can hear in my headphones, so I know the mic is picking it up. <laughs> Hold, please, because I have thoughts on this. Good, because I have no idea where I want to go with it, so please, you're going to have to leave this one.